Installhub.com, streamlining your installations. Hey you, back again. Another week, another podcast. It's Friday the 16th of June. So as ever, let's see what's been happening this week in this very busy industry. Starting with this news, Arc Zero Electric Quadricycle is the UK's cheapest EV, coming in at around £5,000 roughly. Now, the three-horsepower rival for the Citroen Ami is only available in the UK for now. And uh, there's a lot of photos of the Arc Zero if you want to check them out. But the measurements are around 98.4 inches. Um, that's 2,500 millimeters if you're from America. Um, in length as well, it's around 1,202 millimeters. It's very small, basically. It's probably very similar to the size of a smart car, but a little, little bit smaller than that. Now, the Arc Zero electric quadricycle has launched in the UK as the most affordable electric vehicle. Um, it's 5995 in British pounds, to be precise. So nearly six grand, not five. But still, for a car, for any kind of vehicle that's electric, that is very, very cheap. It's designed and built by Arc at their London-based EV startup, and they've described it themselves as the UK's first all-electric car company. Um, the Zero is supposed to be a rival for the smaller EVs that are on the roads, and they're hoping that the quadricycle will definitely be used in big built-up cities because it's compact, it's affordable, and also it's great for the environment. We love this. Um, I'm definitely going to have to try and get myself in one and do a little bit of a vlog about it because it's very very cool ev maker rivian sees stable demand through the year the electric vehicle maker rivian automotive does expect demand for its pickups and sport utility vehicles to remain stable throughout the rest of the year its financial chief has said even as higher borrowing costs and of course fears of recessions loom they have dented demand across the industry, but here at Rivian, shares were up 4%, which is fantastic news. Rivian is also ramping up production of its in-house drive units ahead of plan. Chief Financial Officer Claire McDonoghue said on Thursday at the Dutch Bank Auto Conference. Now, this is uh, an interesting one. You could be driving a manual Toyota electric vehicle by 2026. Now hear me out, towards the end of last year, Lexus showed off its simulated manual transmission on a prototype. Now it appears some future Toyota EVs could also become available with the technology perhaps as soon as 2026. Now, with its new artificial manual gearbox, Toyota aims to simulate the driving experience of conventional ice-powered vehicles. It will do this by including a clutch pedal, a gear stick, and all the associated sounds that come with driving a manual. The tech will also reportedly have specific mapping for power delivery and even be capable of stalling with ill-timed shifts coming from a stop. Now, despite being in development for over three years, Toyota has yet to decide whether to bring this tech to production vehicles. The company is still studying the appeal of simulated manuals and is trying to learn how much money people would be willing to shell out for such a novelty. Now, I know people enjoy driving, don't they? And there's a lot of people who do always go for a preferred manual. But I just, I don't know. I'm not sure whether this is going to catch on with an EV. I mean, the joy 
purely of driving a manual car is that you are going through the gears. If it's a simulation, is it the same? I don't know, I'll let you decide. In other EV news, VinFast will give its customers cash or vouchers if their EV breaks down. The carmaker's new after-sales policy goes live in the US, Canada and Vietnam. Now, Vietnamese EV maker VinFast has launched the new after-sales policy that will give eligible customers a service voucher or cash. Now, the policy is separated from the warranty program and is valid in the United States, Canada and Vietnam itself. The maker of the VF8 electric crossover made a list of issues that are classified into three types. This applies to the US market as well. The EV maker says that the after-sales policy doesn't apply to issues related to hardware upgrades or scheduled software updates, accidents, vehicle damage caused by the customer and the vehicle not being used in accordance with the manufacturer's instructions or issues that cannot be replicated by VimFast. The special after-sales policy isn't available in Europe yet as the company hasn't started delivery of the EVs on the old continent but when they do i'm pretty sure they'll roll it out we're very keen to see how this one works for them um because it's a very gray area isn't it the new Citroen EC3 is to drive down EV costs with a £21,000 price target. Citroen is planning to tackle the new Chinese players in the European car market with its brand new Super Mini priced under £21,000. Citroen is planning to reinvent the C3 as one of the UK's cheapest electric cars when the all-new generation lands at the start of next year. The firm's new boss has revealed he's working working towards this and it's looking hopeful. The French brand are yet to showcase the Super Mini, but it is to be called the Citroen EC3. It's going to adopt a more cost-focused platform than many of its Stellantis Group stablemates and it's going to benefit from a fair deal pricing structure that will reduce haggling apparently. The end result, the CEO Thierry Kovkas claims it is a starting figure that should be under 25 thousand euros which is 21,000 English pounds potentially making the EC3 more than 10,000 pounds cheaper than the Vauxhall Corsa electric and even undercutting the majority of the petrol powered Corsa range. Speaking of EV pricing, the EV purchase interest is creeping up slowly. Consumers' fear of not finding working charges on road trips is slowing the purchase interest in electric vehicles. This is according to JD Power. Around a quarter of new car shoppers in the US are considering purchasing an electric vehicle, a share that has grown only slightly over the past year as motorists do worry about charging infrastructure. Now, of course, America have been late adopters of EVs for various reasons and uh, they've got a battle on their hands for sure but it is very very true you know to have a vehicle and the charging infrastructure not in place or not as easy as fueling then what is one to do? On to solar news now with the glorious weather we've been having over the past few weeks here in the UK I think a lot of people were wishing that they had in fact invested in solar. Now, UK innovators are getting a £4.3 million developed space-based solar-powered fund. That's a mouthful. Now, the minister says technology to collect energy and beam it to Earth 
could help boost the UK's energy security. UK universities and tech companies are to receive the £4.3 million in government funding to develop a space-based solar power. Now, the technology, which collects energy from the sun using satellite-mounted panels and beams it to Earth, had huge potential to boost the UK's energy security, the UK's Energy Security Secretary, Grant Shapps, has said. Although the idea of building commercial power stations in space may sound far-fetched, the space industry has long been at the forefront of solar power developments. Indeed, the need to power satellites was a key driver in increasing the efficiency of solar panels that generate electricity for homes and businesses. Now, Australia is set for cheaper solar power as the supply of panels soars. Climate Energy Finance has calculated the price of systems will fall by 10% thanks to cheaper raw materials and more production in China and the US. The Solar Pivot report by analysts Tim Buckley and Yex Young Dong said prices of polysilicon used to make the wafers in panels have fallen by two-thirds in 2023, sending panel prices down by quite a bit. Now, global installations of solar have hit a record of 268 gigawatts from last year and could reach 1,000 gigawatts by 2030. This is according to CEF. This would have profound implications for electricity and energy markets globally. So what are we to do? It's an interesting one with solar, but it's definitely one that's being adopted heavily, which for the planet is great news. Now, another potential issue with solar panels is renewable energy. Is it getting too hot for solar panels? Now, according to Solar Energy UK, solar panels performance falls by 0.34 percentage points for every degree that the temperature rises above 25 degrees Celsius. Now, here in the UK, for the past kind of 10 days, we've been netting kind of 26, 27 average Um, It's been very, very warm. Now, it's also said that the longer days and clearer skies mean solar power generates much more electricity during the summer, even if the efficiency falls. Output from solar power was down by nearly a quarter last weekend compared with the weekend before, but it is still generating a considerable amount of electricity. Overall, over the past seven days, solar power contributed 9.2% to the UK's electricity. That compares with 4.3% for the whole of 2022. So it has been generating more electricity than average in the past week, as you'd expect in the summer. And as you know, we've had this heatwave. The government's independent advisers, the Climate Change Committee, said in March that more would need to be done to prepare the UK for periods when the wind isn't blowing and the sun isn't isn't shining. It has suggested this could be done without contributing to greenhouse gas emissions, for example, by investing in hydrogen and by continuing with some limited use of natural gas that is made low carbon via carbon capture technology. The government has committed to generating all electricity from clean sources by 2035 as a key step towards its overall net zero by 2050 target. And finally, ending on some green tech news. TrapEye has won the Green Tech Innovation Award. 
BioBest's automated sticky trap system is designed to improve the accuracy and efficiency of pest monitoring. Employing a web-based dashboard, the system provides growers with a full overview of the pest situation in their greenhouses. Developed in collaboration with the PATS, we are delighted our Trap Eye monitoring system has won the Innovation Award, said Sam Guiu, who is BioBest's marketing development manager. By generating accurate heat maps pinpointing pest hotspots, it allows growers to concentrate appropriately, greatly improving the IPM performance. So there we go. That is what's won. And we love always the innovative and quirky ideas that come forward with green tech. So that is all from me. You are now in the sustainability. No, I'll be back with you next Friday from everybody here at Install Hub. As ever, we hope you have a fantastic weekend. 